Hello and welcome to the March 13th, 2022 edition of the Little Zion Baptist Church Podcast. Today's message is entitled, Planning for the Future. Today's scripture will come from Matthew chapter 16. And now, Pastor Robert Medley on the Little Zion Baptist Church Podcast. Planning for the Future. We look today and we see today the many people that is making plans, and I think there's a song out, Making Plans for the Future, and I'm not going to sing that. I don't even know where it's at, but Making Plans for the Future. But I want us to look today as we're thinking about this and making plans. Uh, we make plans in our lives, and we're going into Matthew, the 16th chapter, in just a little bit. But we make plans in this walk of life. Uh, for the future in our life. And, I, and there's nothing wrong with making plans. We're, we make plans daily probably or weekly or down the road, and that's great. But I'm talking about making plans for eternal life, making plans where we're going to spend eternity from now on. It's something that we don't just uh, uh, look at lightly because making plans, uh, we look forward to it. We're looking forward to that day whenever uh, we can hear him say, well done, when it comes our time to leave this walk of life. Uh, we're not in, I'm not in any hurry by any means, but I, I am thankful that I know the Lord and that he has given me that, that assurance that I'm going to have a place to spend eternity forever, forever with pleasure. Not with that torment, not with that uh, uh, gloom and doom of life, but be happy and loving and being happy and serving Him while we have the chance. Uh, making that plan. Uh, we, we look today in the natural life, and back when I was thinking about whenever I began my work with uh, the, the company that I had, I joined them in 1976, and, and, and retirement and future was a, probably the farthest thing from my mind. I was just starting a job, and boy, really feeling good about it, and it continued that way for several years, and all of a sudden, the light come on. Are you making plans for retirement? Are you making plans for your life or your family, and that began to stick with me. That is a situation in the world today. People think in, in living for God, they've got plenty of time. They begin to think and seem that it is no big deal, if you want to put it that way. It is no big, no big thing. I've got lots of time. Do we really? I've got lots of time. I don't have to worry about it now. And that may be true in the average person in their life they may live. But what I'm telling you, if they haven't got that final plan made to be with Jesus in heaven, to be with our Lord Jesus in heaven, they're only fooling themselves because there's coming that time of torment. But we're thankful today. How do we find this making plans? And let's look at verse 24 in chapter 16. Of Matthew. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Stopping there for a moment. I'm breathing hard. I know I'm run out of air somewhere, but anyway, stay with me. But <clears throat> one of the words that I like there, if any, if any man, it is not, he hasn't got us in a category. It hadn't got us in a, in, in, in a way that, that we have to apply for this or that. It says, if any man, if any man, ladies, that includes you, would come after me and let him deny himself, get self out of the way, 
and follow me and follow him. That gives us, and we're making that plan for the future. We're making that plan to be in heaven someday. When, how, do we, how do we do that? We continue to read his word. We continue to study his word, hear his messages, sing the songs of praise. We're laying treasures up in heaven when we begin to, to do that, and that is making plans. I don't think there's one of us here that has ever taken a vacation that just got up on a morning and said, I'm going on vacation. <laughs> if you are, praise God for you. I mean, I kind of fly by the seat of my pants a lot of the times. But, you know, you kind of make those plans. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm making plans. Uh, I, I, I am looking forward to doing things this summer, enjoying life, uh, so to speak. Uh, and, and I'm making those plans. Uh, that's in the natural, and I look forward to that. But I'm talking about the plans going to heaven to be with Jesus Christ, our Savior, is reading the Word, loving Him, loving our people. I told the wife this morning as we were sitting in Sunday school, I, I, I have trouble sitting in Sunday school. Not as, it's not because I don't like the teacher or anything like that. But I get, I get my mind, and I told he began to use or begin to talk, and I thought, he's, he's going to get on my message. <laughs> but that's okay. There's always a, you know, I won't say it just like he did anyway. But what I'm saying is, but making, when we make those plans, having that love, having that security, that song we just sang, Blessed Assurance, uh, Blessed Assurance. Uh, what's that country song uh, that saying? This is my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, but I'm telling you, friends, loving Jesus Christ is the only, the only, assurance that we have in this life that God can carry us through the troubles and the times we're going through now. We're going through hard times in this life. And I'm not saying that poor me, poor you, but God is there to help us to bring us through these times in life. We're making that plan to go be with the Lord. Making that plan. We don't have the assurance of tomorrow. I, I don't, you don't, but we're still making those plans to live and to do and to have, have some fun on this earth. And when I say that, that's not forgetting Christ. That's just having fun in the nature and the natural. God expects us to be a cheerful, happy, loving person, and he allows us to do this. Where we go wrong sometimes, not sometimes, where we go wrong is when we leave him out of everything and don't consider him first. And I think the word we heard in Sunday school when I said that, my priorities. Where is my priority? Where is the world's priority today? Seemingly like it's not in the love of God. I'm talking about the sinful world. As Christians, the Christian people of this world, we continue to hang on. We continue to pray. Someone said the other day to me, why do you continue to pray for the world? It ain't going to get any better. Well... They may be right, but I'm going to continue to pray and ask God to help us in the situation that we're in. I don't have the answer, and I'm sure you folks don't have the answer, but I do have a remedy. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep trying. Keep trying. What is that? At first you don't succeed, try and try again, you know? How many times have I had to apply that in my life? Just keep pressing on. Keep moving forward for the Lord. It said deny. 
himself take up his cross. Friends, we've got crosses we carry today, not a wooden cross, not a metal cross, not a, not a, not a pipe cross. I mean, a, 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 yeah, PVC that they make and carry the cross. And that's great. I'm, not, I'm saying that's wonderful. I'm saying we've got crosses to carry. We've got burdens that, that burden us down. We've got situations in life uh, that, help, that, that hinders us sometimes. But I'm talking about making plans. We will come over. We will come through these trials. We will come through these situations in life that God will help us to be overcomers. And aren't you glad of that? Uh, when a prayer is answered and, and God, uh, the Spirit of the Lord came down in our life and give us that great feeling of deliverance uh, over this sinful world we have today. We look in the Word and we see Dropping down to the 26th verse, said, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall man give in exchange for his soul? We look in the Word. We look in the Word of about the rich young ruler that we find over in Matthew. Again, just a few chapters over. About... He was rich. He was pretty wealthy. He probably had his plan for the future. probably had his future made in this life. But he went to the Lord, and he said, went to Jesus, and he said, What must I do to have eternal life? And you can read the story. It starts out in about the, I don't know, the 16th verse somewhere, chapter 19 of Matthew. And the Lord be, and God began to tell him how the thing, the, Jesus began to tell him how, it was, how he could do that do this, this, and this, and honor those. And he said, I've kept those from the days of my youth. I've, I know that. He said, there's one thing thou lacketh. He said, go sell what they have and give to the poor. Help out people. Help out. Don't you like to help people? Don't you like to be, if it's, I shouldn't say if it is, when you just give them a good handshake and that smile and, and tell them you love them. Sometimes that is, all the, that is all the inspiration they need is to know that they're cared for. We studied that in Sunday school, knowing that they care, making that plan, making that plan for the future. You say the future is coming? Yeah, it's coming. It's coming to every, each and every one of us. But he said, I've done that. So the young ruler goes away sorrowful because the word said he had many possessions. That is what's wrong with the world today. There's too many possessions in this world with people. And I'm not against having nice things. Don't get me wrong. I, the Lord has blessed us. We, we've got a common house and, and, and a common rig. If a Ford is a common rig, it's just up to however you want to look at it. Uh, but, you know, but what I'm saying is we're not, uh, we're not above and beyond. And I was always taught, to, you, you know, to respect. And, and I want to respect my elders. And I want, that's why I'm preaching today. I asked Brother, Brother Cox to preach. And, and he, he said, his wife said no, and my wife said, you ought to let him preach. And so being the good guy that I am, I'm respecting my elders, so I'm up here instead of him. <laughs> you can talk to me after church, Brother Cox. Where was I? But when we have our mind and our hearts trusting Jesus Christ as our Father which is in heaven, things is going to be okay. You say, in this world? Yes. He's going to see us through the trials. But this young man, he went away sorrowful 
because he had possessions. He had great possessions. Today, there's people that thinks uh, they've got a great bank account. They've got, it, they've got it made, and I'm not against that. Praise God. Am I on your list of inheritance, maybe? But I did not say that. But what I'm saying is they, they, they may think that everything is okay and going good for them. But then there comes that time if they haven't given their heart to God. That is all material thing that has passed away. What did the man that built the barn, he said, I'll just tear him down, build bigger. He was planning for the future. I'm going to sit back and take it easy. I'm going to take care of myself. But what did he tell him? You fool. You fool. Told him right to his face. You fool. This day. Friends, we're living in that time. And we've always lived in that time. We've heard preachers preach. We've been tent revivals. We've been in many services that the Lord is coming back, and he is coming back. But the Lord is coming back to get those that have made themselves ready to go be with him. Everyone is going to leave this walk of life someday. Are you planned? Are your plans made for the future? I'm not looking at you this morning and saying, I don't think you're leaving right. It's not my place. I'm not here to tell you that. I believe a Christian is in tune with God, and God relates the message to you. Not your pastor don't have to tell you, well, buddy, I, I, I don't think... It's, God that is in control. He is the one that takes care of us. We look at that situation today, making plans for the future. When we make those plans, praise God. Isn't that a great feeling? Can you remember the night, the day, that those plans came into your life? You gave your heart to Him. You answered that call when He laid it upon your heart. When He dwelt with you through His Spirit, he may have called you by name. He may have made you think that. He may have said, come unto me. What you did say there, deny thyself. Keep, keep focused on me. Get your priorities straight. <laughs> Praise God. There's been a time in life uh, that we may have not have had our priorities straight. And there's still probably a time. And I didn't have mine straight the other day when I went to town. But anyway, I, when we have our priorities straight with God, things is going to happen. We're going to be blessed. We're going to bless others. We're going to see the move of God when we give God praise and glory at the, in the beginning. Why does people wait to make plans for the future? I don't know. I waited because I wanted the paycheck. I didn't want them taking something out of my paycheck for retirement. I'll never see 30 years. <laughs> Why did I say that? I was just, how was I, Vicki? She don't remember. I forgot. Anyway. What I'm saying is, that was the farthest thing from my mind at that time, even though we had kids. But I did not think of the future. I had a check coming every Friday. Every, every Friday, I, I had enough money to buy groceries, gas, and, and, and kind of do kind of what I wanted to do. I wasn't making those plans. But later in years, as going down life and the job that I had, it became, to look, it became looking more in, enticing to me. Uh, what are you going to do? When you get old, her dad said he never did have a retirement. He, and, and, and if you don't have one, I'm not belittling you in any way. I'm not saying that. But he never looked for the future, really. He just lived. He said, well, he said, 
When you die, you die. Well, I guess that's true. But when you die, you need a destination to go to heaven when you die. Not just saying you die, you die, you know. It's not over there. There is a re there is an eternity somewhere for us, planning for that eternity. Aren't you glad of that today? One more, one more example. This is probably one of my favorite readings in the Word. Being his son from a big family. Talking about the prodigal son for just a moment. He felt like it was time for his future to be elsewhere. He thought it was time to leave his father's home, his family. So he goes to his father. You can read this, this story, but I, I, I'm, I'm just going to highlight it here. But you, can, you can read this story. It's found in Luke, the 15th chapter. But he felt like it was time to move on. What was his age? I don't know. But he felt like it was time, so he goes to his father and asks, Yeah, son, no doubt, no doubt it tore the heart of his father because he was wanting to leave. He wasn't happy with what was going on. He wasn't, he wasn't satisfied, if you want to so call it the farm or whatever was going to suit him. So he thought, man, life's better out yonder. Life is great out there. It's kind of like watching the Western. They just ride off in the dust and everything's going to be okay. That's not the way it is. So he did, and he left. He was having a great old time in, in his life. He was doing what he really felt like he wanted to do. I was there one time. I felt like that I wanted to do what I wanted to do. My mother was a, was a super, to me, was a super Christian. I really thought, you know, if you want to, she was a great lady. My dad was never thought too much about church, God, but he never interfered with my mother or the kids of attending church. Later in years, Dad realized that he needed a future <laughs> in serving God. So he found peace and happiness, found the Lord in later years, was able to attend services for some time till his health got where he couldn't. But he wasn't worried about that. But this son had left. And this son had spent everything that he had. And it tells you that in Luke. He had left. He was doing good. Then a famine hit. Then he was in his last place of feeding hogs. And when I think of that, I think of the way off down in the holler somewhere. It may not have been. It may have been on top of a mountain. But feeding hogs. And, and I've told you, and, and, and that's God's business when he made, him, made hogs, but they're not too smart. Uh, to my notion, they're about like a chicken, you know. But anyway, we still eat them, don't we? Everybody, every preacher likes chicken. If, if you don't, well, give it to me. I'll eat it. But, <clears throat> but he was there. He was feeding. And they, that verse of the Scripture pops into my mind many times, the 17th verse, and it said, And when he came to himself. I'm not going to be able to quote this just right, and I'm not, I didn't turn to it. My servants at home has it better than I have it at my father's house. When he came to himself, then he decided, man, there is future in life. He didn't say that in the Word, but he said, I'm going to pack up. And I didn't say that either. He said, I'm going to go back to my father. So he arose and started back. 
and started back to his father, the thought probably came across his mind. Is he going to accept me for what I have done? Is he going to accept me as a son? He said, I've messed up in life. I've ruined myself. I am no good. That was him thinking. That was him thinking. But you know, our Father which is in heaven can change our mind. He, the Father, did not know where he was at. The Father had no, no contact with him. But, and, but, the, but the young man wasn't lost. What I mean by that, he knew where he was at. He realized because God, he, he got a spirit from the Lord, and he came to himself, and he realized what he needed. And he began to make that long journey home wherever he might have been. When the father seen him coming, the thought may have run across the young man's life through his mind. Is dad going to accept me? Friends, let me tell you what, that's genuine love. And that is the love of Jesus Christ. We make mistakes in life. I have made them. We have made mistakes in life, and I'll probably make some more. But isn't it great to know that we've got a Father in heaven that has a plan for you and I. He's got our plan already drawn out for you and I. He knows exactly what we need. He knows our thoughts. He knows the very things that happens in our life. And we continue to give him praise and glory and thank you for what you have done. And all of that is going to be worth it all someday for you and I. It's worth it today. Aren't you glad that you're able to be in church this morning? Aren't you glad that you're able to have the life that you have today? I was thinking about this, what Sister Elsie said, and this just kind of came to my mind about the age difference between her and Easton, how true that is. That is a truer, no truer statement. We know that. But what I'm saying is we may have aches and pains. We may have battle scars. We may have, be tired in body, but we're still serving the same Lord. And then we can sing that song, Blessed Assurance. Then we can sing that song, There's Victory in Jesus. And then we can sing that song, I am washed in the blood, or are you washed in the blood? We made plans for the future. We're making those plans daily. Praise God. We look forward to those plans. We look forward to those. You know, in building a new home, you always know, normally you get a set of blueprints. You get a set of plans. And, and, your, and your contractor does uh, goes by this. And you go by this. And, and, and ladies, I love you from the depths of my heart. I really do. But there's something that happens. You want to change it just a little bit before it's done, you know. Ladies, have you ever done that? Not only in the house, about a lot of things you do, you know. I'm not picking on you this morning. But the contractor said, yeah, we can change that. It doesn't change the house. I mean, the outside walls are still there. But it may change something inside. But does that keep you from living in that house? No. You, can, you make that change, and your contractor, he... he if he's a good contractor, he'll say, oh, well, forget it. Or he may say, yeah, for a 1000 or two or $3,000 more, I can make that. But what I'm saying is uh, there's changes that can be made. But the salvation plan I'm talking about, it is solid. It's solid on the rock. We know when he forgave us of our sins, he forgave us of everything. We don't go back. That is why some people today, I think, doesn't want the plan for the future. It's because they think they have to give up so much. As a young, rich young ruler felt like that he had to give it up. He had to give it up. But friends, let me tell you something. 
there's coming that day when we look around about us and we see the blessings of God. And we're going to see just in a few weeks a new life beginning. The trees begin to bloom. The birds begin to sing. New life. The grass begins to grow. We see that new life. We get we get all we get all uh, excited, and that's that's great. There's nothing to me more than a gloomy day. I I, I really like the sunshine. I like to see see uh, see things done. I'm not uh, I'm not uh, I'm not uh, begrudging. The, you know, God knows what He's doing. He He exactly knows what He's doing. But it makes us feel good. But that new life is coming, and when we take our breath here, our last breath on this life, our new life is just beginning. It's just beginning. We're going to spend eternity. How long is eternity? I can't explain it. I can't explain it to you. It's a long time. How long is a long time? Eternity. It's a long time. But friends, let me tell you something. He is in control. He is in charge. And that long time is forever and forever. One day is a thousand years. A thousand years is one day. We look at that. But as a prodigal son made his way, the father ran to him. Wow. Wow. You know, there's people today in this life, in families, that can't love their biological brother, sister. They're fussing. They're not happy. But friends, let me tell you something. This father, I don't believe, had ever given up on his son. Doesn't the Bible say he was once lost, but now he's found? He was lost, but now he was found. And when I said a while ago he wasn't lost, he was, he, the father didn't know where he was at. He didn't have any contact with him. They didn't have email, cell phones, or whatever then. He, was, he didn't know, but God sent him back. No, it's a coincidence, huh? -uh. God sent him back when in the Bible, when the verse says, and when he came to himself. And he said, I'm not worthy to be called thy son. The father ran, kissed him, put the best robe you got, put a ring on his finger, killed the fatted calf. Then what happened from there is another, is another message. But what I'm trying to get us to see today, his plan for the future when he left home wasn't exactly what he thought it would be. He didn't realize that he was going to run into that kind of trouble. He didn't realize how Satan was going to deceive or was going to, to make him look like, make, make it look like everything was going to be all right in his life. But then there came that spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I, I feel that within my heart that when he came to himself, he found his way back and, uh, and he apologized. Dad, I'm sorry. And I, I was talking to someone just yesterday, I believe it was. We were talking something about growing up, how smart we are, and I've said that many times to you. But I'm glad I had that conversation with my earthly father when he was lying on his deathbed, knowing, I mean, he was in his right mind. He was, it was just the cancer that was eating him up or had eaten him up. I got to apologize to him for the life I lived. I wasn't really a mean boy. I didn't think. You'd have to talk to those I associated with. But I didn't think so. But I still wasn't like I should have been. 
And every, every time that uh, something would happen, you know, that maybe it's not just right, I'd say, gosh, I hope my mom and dad don't find out about this. Not that I was real mean. Not that. But I got to one-on-one and tell my earthly father, Dad, I love you. Dad, if I've embarrassed you, Dad, I want to apologize to you. And he said, Son, I loved you. I always will. And things is okay between us. Isn't that great? Things is okay between us. We sang a song, and he slipped off into a coma and never did regain. But I'm so glad. It might not have been right at that moment, but I got to talk to him. That was the last I had talked to him. Our Father, which is in heaven, I thank you for, your, for giving me what I have today. I thank you for the plan of salvation. I thank you for giving me and forgiving my thoughts and my wrongdoings. Aren't you glad of that today, that he done that for you? as same as he did for me. But this father welcomed his son just like our father which is in heaven welcomes you and I to come to be with him. Praise God. God is so good to us. We love him. Thank the Lord. And it says in the word, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up the cross, and follow me. How are we going to do this? By the reading of the Word. That's how you make plans, by the reading of the Word. I have found myself in this natural life. GPSs, telephones, directions, and all of that stuff is wonderful. Wonderful. And I'll punch in where I want to go and be right. Yes, sir, it'll show it. And there's, I don't know what her name is, but talks to me. Take the right lane. Stay on I-70. Take, uh, you know, and just keeps that. And I have found myself arguing with this device. <laughs> I know it's a device. I find myself arguing with that, and my navigator, <coughs> which sits across from me, why do you do that? I don't know. I don't think we're right. But you know what? I have never, so far, found that to be wrong. I just went a different route. If I would have listened to what it says, stay on, you know. And when you get off route, it will say, you have left route. Drive to so-and-so street, make turn left. Drive to so-and-so street, turn right. It just keep telling you this. You've done messed up. Medley, get you're messed up. Well, that time I'm getting a little flustered. One reason, because I knew I messed up, and I didn't want to admit it. And I'll punch that button. Would you please hush? And the wife will say, now where are you going? I'll punch the button, and it'll come back on. But that's not the way it is with Christ. We make a mistake in Christ in serving him. He's there. He's there to help us. He will lead us through. He will lead us through the hard times. He will make that detour. There's some of these GPSs that, that you can do that. You'll punch it, it'll detour you. That's fine. That's okay. But he will detour us. He will take care of our needs in life. I've got to deny myself and depend upon the Lord 
to lead me through the times to making my plans for the future. Father, we thank you this morning for your love. We thank you, Lord, for every blessing of life, God, that you have given to us. Lord, I thank you for the reading of your word this morning. Lord, for your instructions of keeping us safe, keeping us focused on the plan you have for me. For our people in this service today, guide and direct our hearts. Help us, God, to see, Lord, and to know. God, that we know that you know, God, that you love us. We know that, and we thank you for that. Help us, Lord, to keep that continuous humbleness before you, Lord, and before our people to strive and to be better. Lord, the reading of your word, Lord, that we would practice, we would put it in our heart, Lord, to feast upon. Lord, we know that times are, are, are struggling now in this walk of life in the world. But we have you, and we want to see those that are lost find that peace that we have this morning. Lord, we love you. We thank you, and I give your name the praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope that you received a blessing from today's message. If you have not subscribed to our podcast, we encourage you to. We are available on most uh, podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. If you cannot find us on your platform, please email us and we'll try to add it. Our email address is littlezionTrask at gmail.com. That's littlezionTrask at gmail.com we hope that you join us next time and until then we hope that you have a blessed week